What's up, everybody? We got episode number 15? Literally have no idea. 16. Uh-oh. <laughs> I have no idea. Uh-oh. I'm just going to stop saying which episode it is. Episode number... Going on to iTunes. Episode number 16. Oh, snap. 1-6. We were just talking about Kristen's fish, who likes to hang out vertically. I Aww. said he was hungry. People are going to come for me in the comments. <laughs> <laughs> uh, fish abuse. Fish abuse. He's old. He's three. Uh, uh, it's a beta. He's three years old. We've had him for a long time. What is a beta? I, call, I used to call them puddle fish. I don't know if that's an actual, like, just because I think they're from... Puddles? Puddles or in Asia. I had one when I was younger, and I named it Puddles because that's what I thought it knew mm. about them so i don't actually know if that's true or not but huh. i just know you can't put them together or they fight oh it's those fish yeah fighting fish oh yeah. okay yeah so you only have one technically i have three mm. one of them i can't get i don't i don't want to flush it i'm just gonna let him ride it out which is probably worse well i think he'll still live down there anyway and then i bought two because i bought a new tank that has like a divider in it oh that was my next question yeah no, okay. I just was like, yeah, I'm going to see what happens and put them in the... No, so now I have two separate and then one's a mustard with the, like black on it and yeah. then the other one's like a black so blue. Do, do the dividers, are they clear? Can they see no, each other? No, it's like smoky. I have not seen any like angry... I did notice when I put them because they were in like the little tiny t containers you get at the store and they were kind of getting excited when I had them near each other. And I was like, oh, sorry, guys. And I moved them apart. And now that they're in there, I don't think they can see each other. Interesting. That but would suck if they could, like, see each other the whole time through the clear glass. No, I thought about that. And, and then I, they just get, yeah. like, real fired up all day long. <laughs> but they can't get to each other. I have all three of them just floating vertically in the yeah. water. <laughs> it's too much testosterone from the betas. <laughs> they are all males. Yeah. Allegedly. Now, will they still, will the females fight, too? I don't, I have, again, I was wondering, no I was wondering if you put male and female, if they would fight or... They, I mean, they Ten. have to reproduce at some, yeah. some point. But right? I didn't know if they fought after. I didn't know what the... <laughs> Maybe that's something worth Googling. <laughs> we'll find out. We'll find out. <laughs> All right. Today's topic is don't fall victim to your routine. So we thought this would be a good topic with, you know, the summer halfway through, coming to a close soon in September, getting back to work, people going back to work full time. Schedules are changing for the first time pretty much in the last year and a half where mm -hmm. we got a lot of time to focus on ourselves. We were able to work from home, have a little bit looser of a schedule, take some time, focus on ourselves, do things that we wanted to do. And now all of a sudden work comes calling and knocking on the door and they're like, yeah. you have to come back full time now. And, you know, it's it starting to create a little bit of a panic in people yeah. knowing that their routine's going to change a little bit. So. We thought the topic of don't fall victim to your routine was appropriate today. Just so you can kind of look at your routine in a way that we do that put yourself first, not anybody else. Because it's very important to put yourself first in these situations and take care of the things that make you happy. Because at the end of the day, what it comes down to is taking care of you, right? Your job's going to find somebody else. Anything, other people will find other people. But you're what you have and making the best life out of it. So it starts with the routine and it's pretty simple to change, but a lot of people get nervous when that change comes around because you've fallen into a comfort zone with the one that you have. 
And it is a little bit challenging for the first couple of days to change your routine, but then you settle into a new routine. That's how routine yeah. happens. Yeah. Um, what is it? Two weeks to get into a something new habit? like that. It's two, like 22 days, 10, 10 days to 14 days or something to settle in. And then it becomes just habit routine, habit routine. Schedule. Yeah. Yeah. Or if you want to become a professional, it's 10,000 times. Mm. Yeah. Two totally Fine. different things. <laughs> Anyways. So first thing we're going to go through is lessons learned this past year, right? Past year and a half, we've gone through worldwide pandemic. Everything was shut down. We started to make the transition to working from home. People found that they could be just as productive for the most part working from home. Some businesses and companies adjusted. Some are asking people to come back, whatever it might be. But I think the overarching theme here from what I've seen and talked to people and in my own experience, it was taking time to slow down and pay attention to yourself for a little bit, mm -hmm. get the rest that you needed, get the quality time that you needed with your family, and you could still get your work done at the same time has been the most beneficial thing that anybody has seen come out of this pandemic. Yeah, completely. And, you know, I've heard people talk about it. The majority of people in this gym, I've heard talk about it. And it's, you know, uh, I've heard people say, you know, if I have to go back to work five days a week, I'm just not going to do it because I know I don't need to. Right. You're saving so yeah. much time from the commute. You're saving so much time that you don't even actually do work at work. And, you know, everybody does it. You work probably 60 percent of the time that you're there. Oh, yeah. And, and that's all time that you can take to dedicate to yourself in most cases. I was going to say most companies, I'd be surprised if they asked like you clearly know you can function without having 100% people on or at like in the office. So right. why but why put people through that stress again of having to go in every day when you clearly know you can function yeah. away from that? So yeah. like why not do like small steps? But even like what's the point of going back to having everybody there? Yeah. I I don't know. I I mean I know I don't run an, an office. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> so I'm sure there's some science and psychology behind it, depending on the industry. But um, I, I want to say it's probably just one of those things that's kind of set in their ways from society. And, you know, unfortunately, we've talked about this before, that uh, the idea of hard work, you know, I don't want to say hard work pays off, but defining what hard work is. Yeah, <laughs> defining what hard work is and doing it harder and not smarter is kind of what leads people to burnout. Didn't they do a study in Europe? Sweden. Sweet oh, was it Sweden? I was I thinking it was Sweden. something with an S. Um, what was the hours? Was it a four-day work week or? It was still 40-hour. I think it was 40-hour weeks still. They still worked the same amount, but it was four days out of the week with three days off. Yeah, and they're still just. And uh, production yeah. was the same, if not more. And um, there was a book that. Uh, I got, I haven't read it yet, but I listened to the guy in a podcast that talks about the same thing. Um, and I, I'm a firm believer in that. I 100% think that people would be happier with that type of schedule. However, the world that we live in, people don't really like change. So I highly doubt that's going to change anytime soon. So, oh, yeah. Well, at least not over here. I don't think it will. No. I mean, what you you think of it as you have somebody at like running on like 30 or 40%, yep. 40 hours a week, or you could do say like six hours a day and they're running at 80 percent like you're gonna get so much more yeah, done for sure but yeah that's my tangent for that topic <laughs> i couldn't agree more um but don't forget 
what we learned this past year is that we matter, right? Our health matters, our mindset matters, our mental and physical matters. Enjoying time for ourselves and taking time for ourselves matters. It makes us a happier, healthier person and it leads to a better life. Now with everything going back, it's super important if you don't have the opportunity to control your own schedule to look at it from a very high thousand foot view and adjust and put things in their places where they need to fall now, which might look a little bit different than before. Um, and it's so necessary. Like you can't just stop your routine of working out if you've done it and you're happier doing it. You can't just stop your routine of eating better because when you were happier, you were doing it and now you just don't have time to do it. You have yeah. to buy some sort of crap. And you know, if you were sleeping more, you can't just take that out of your life and deal with less sleep when you were happier with more sleep. Like you need to put yourself first and these are the number one things that you need to build a foundationally good, happy life. You start picking them away and everything starts to come back. Stress comes back. Yeah. You know, you start fighting with your loved ones. You know, you, you're just, you're on edge all the time and it's not good. It's not good to live and that way. Even, I mean, we come into the gym. The, the biggest thing with CrossFit is talking about adapting. Right. So if you can do it in here, and you've been doing it in here for the past year, year and a half, what's holding you back from doing that outside of here? Right. Why is it all of a sudden easy in here and then you're not in here and you're freaking out about it? It's like you, I don't think people put into perspective how much they generally do adapt. Right. So take the amount or like the mindset that you have in the gym and take that out to the work life. Like, cause again, like this was new for a lot of people being in the gym here. <clears throat> and then as like an employer, the way I would think is I would want my employees to be healthy, happy. Then I'm thinking like, oh, I might have to pay more insurance if I have unhealthy people like that. Will yeah. Help. Like I want my costs to stay down if you're an employer and you're worried about that. Right. Um, again, the, like less stress. Yeah. Less arguing with the family. You don't want somebody coming in. They just had an argument with their significant other and they're in a bad mood all day. Like you want to try and if they could have gone to the gym and had a good workout and helped st get the stress out. Right. They come into the office and they're a better mood or they get more done. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, it, it's all in all more productive. Um, now there's some things that you can't control, whether it's your commute to the office or, you know, if you work a night shift or something yeah. like that. And I think that's the point in which you need to readjust. Mm -hmm. It might not be your ideal situation, but mm -hmm. that's okay because you can change it to work for you. And then if it's really still bothers you after that point, is it a good situation to be in in the first place? Yeah. Maybe not, right? Maybe look for something else that fits your ideal situation a little bit better. But don't fall victim to somebody else, you know, telling you you need to do this, you need to do that without having a conversation with them first about, you know, what you need specifically, right? It's, it's not a one-way street. Now, I'm not saying slack off at work and don't get your work done. Like we all have jobs that we need to do and we need to work hard at them, but you can't continually work hard over time sustainably. If you're not taking care of yourself, you will yeah. burn out. Mm -hmm. That's a 100% fact. Death taxes and what I just said is a 100% <laughs> fact. So it's about building that sustainable pace in life and work. And it comes down to looking at your routine and putting yourself in there first before everything else. Um, so how do you do this? Say somebody comes in here, I got a 
jump back into work full time starting, you know, two weeks from now, I got to be in the office at this certain time. And I typically come to the gym at this time, but that's not going to work because I'm going to be at work. So I don't know. I don't know what to do. I can't come to the gym anymore. I can't work out. I've had this conversation a few times. So what I originally tell them or what I initially tell them is you have to look at it from a thousand foot view, right? Mm -hmm. You got to take a look at your schedule, write it down on paper so you can visually see it. When you can visually see it, then you can start placing things in different areas, right? So maybe you're typically in the afternoon and you come to a morning class two days a week. Yeah. Then you're getting two days there. Saturday, if you don't have to work, you can be here. We got two morning classes. Well, John, I don't go to bed until like 11 at night. Like, I don't think I can make it to the 545. Mm. That's <laughs> that's an, that's something that's on you. Go to right? bed at 930. Yeah. Shut the TV off. Yeah. Like, you have to do that. And here we go again. I listened to a Ben Bergeron <laughs> podcast yesterday. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm turning. I love that guy. <laughs> and he was so right about this. He's like, listen, if you're changing your routine to now you have to get up in the morning and you don't go to bed early enough, suffer through that day. Get up. Don't stay in bed, but get up and go to the gym and suffer through the day and understand how that feels mm-hmm. because you're going to be more inclined to go to bed earlier so you don't feel that shitty for the rest of the day right same thing with you can do that with nutrition it's like okay if you're not able to you know be really strict if you're if you're on strict nutrition and you're trying to get something achieved Mm -hmm. and you can't possibly get that done wherever you're at like your only resources are you know cakes and cupcakes and candy then don't eat that meal wait yeah Wait until you can get something good in your system, and then you're going to be more inclined to be more prepared next time. And that kind of sets the bar for the routine. It gets you in there. Um, but back to the routine, you got to look at it from a thousand foot view. And I like to do the math problem of the hours in the week. Have I told you about this before? I have, yes. Yeah. yeah. So I like to plug that in. And I actually got my calculator right here. Maybe we do this <laughs> on the podcast. So. Watch his math skills, everybody. Or listen, sorry, not watch. We're gonna visualize. Pre- we're gonna pretend like you're the one in here saying, I don't know what to do with my routine. I don't have okay. enough time oh, okay. to go to the so gym. So we'll pretend I'm back in biotech pharmaceutical. Yep. Okay. So this has happened, but we'll uh so I work say eight to four. All right, so five days a week, Monday yeah. through Friday, eight mm-hmm. to four, which is twelve, eight hours. Work through lunch? Seven to four. Seven to four. <laughs> yeah. All right, so we'll go five days. 24 hours there's 120 hours monday through friday Mm -hmm. all right so if you're working nine hours a day nine times five is 45 minus 45 hours how long was your commute 45 minutes 45 minutes times two that's an hour and a half three six call it eight hours how long did it take you to get ready an hour times five so minus five hours. How many hours were you sleeping at night? Six. Six times five is 30. 90, yep. Minus 30. And then let's just say there was like, how many hours in there is like filler hours? Like nothing hours that just got nothing done. Maybe like cooking, something, watching TV. We'll say four. 
four. I don't know if that goes Screw on. it. Four. We'll say four. Let's triple it and call it 12. Okay. Oh, in a day? In, no, in the whole week. Oh, okay. I was like, what? <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, yeah, that, that's fine. We'll go 15. We'll go 15 okay. hours throughout the week. So, that's <clears throat> three hours a day of just doing nothing, right? That's 17 hours left over I Monday. I say, it should just, it's a zero when you put yeah. it in. <laughs> Oops, went wrong somewhere. <laughs> but seriously, that's 17 hours left mm -hmm. Monday through Friday that, you know, say you want to go to the gym just three days a week. That's three hours. You're left with 14 extra hours of who knows what. Yeah. Like, that's a lot of time. 14 mm -hmm. hours, it's a half a day, right? More than yeah. half a day. So, like, when people look at that, and that's not even including the 48 hours on the weekend, like, we're talking, that's a lot of time. And when you say, I don't have time for the gym, mm -hmm. I do that math problem. And show me exactly where. If you can get down to zero legitimately, okay. We'll look at something else, make something a little bit easier. Yeah. But the majority, that's what it comes out to. 15 to 20 hours left over and then, you know, you can't get to the gym. That is where you need to look at your routine, change some things up, yeah. make it a little bit more efficient and then get into the groove of doing it. It's going to suck for the first two weeks, but then you will get used to it, and now you're in a new routine. And when something else changes, you're going to hate to get out of that routine. Yeah. But there is time in the day. I, when I first started doing CrossFit, I had a job in Woburn, and I would go home, go to, and then change, go to the gym. And then when I was laid off, I you know, started doing twice a day working out. And then eight months later, after being on unemployment, I found a job and that obviously changed drastically. And I think I had talked about this on an earlier podcast. I still wanted to do the two days. So I was waking up at three thirty four in the morning. Mm -hmm. I mean, I had the ability to get into the gym because I ha was a coach. So I was, I had a key, but mm -hmm. so I'm not saying that this is doable for most people, but I had to adapt and I changed my situation because I wanted to keep up with what I was doing. So then, then it got to the point. So I was leaving at that point. I was getting to work at like six, mm -hmm. six thirty, because no one taught whole other rant, but no one gave me specific hours. So I did my eight, worked through lunch, and then I would leave. And then it got to the point where I had a new boss. She was a little psycho, and by a little, I mean just extravagantly yep. psycho. And then I was told I had to leave at four, and I'm like, crap. I coach fifty, forty minutes away. And so the days that I were co I was coaching, I had to drive in traffic. And those days I didn't work out, mm -hmm. and it stunk, and I was upset about it. But I got through it. Right. So I just adapted. And I was like, all right, well, I'm just gonna work out the other days. Make sure I get in something extra if I want. Mm -hmm. Or again, like having two days off is not the worst thing because I was only coaching two days. Like my body probably needed it. Yeah. But I was so pissed. My anxiety grew because I was just allowing that situation to be to be a more annoying than it should have been. Right. And like, hello, I still have the weekend. Right. Like maybe I can't get in the gym on a Sunday, but I can do something else outside. So like I didn't, at the time, you don't think of that. Right. Like all these other opportunities that you have, like, oh, I have a Saturday morning class. Yep. Why not obviously go to that? And there's open gym after. I can do something then. So I can understand how people would freak out at first. Mm -hmm. But it's always like you'll people tend to freak out immediately but then like once they come down or sometimes they need somebody to kind of like lay it like out for them yeah like, like like you have been for people right you're like hey hey like don't worry about it like this is where you need sometimes you need that help to like for sure look at it from 
or a different perspective. Yeah, and it, it sounded like in that situation, that's the perfect example of falling victim to the circumstances, mm-hmm. right? Don't ever be a victim. Take control of the situation. Be the mediator in that situation. Be like, all right, here is the situation that's at hand. This is what I can't do any longer, but now I can do this and that, and let's see how this works for the next week or two. If it works, great. Keep it as your routine. If it doesn't work, adjust the parts that don't work and keep refining it until it's perfect and it works. Like There's always something that you can do. When people have the excuse that I don't have time to work out, it's it that's crap no you just don't want to exactly you're letting your mind tell you i don't have time because i don't want to get motivated enough to do this Mm -hmm. and and you know take control of my health and my fitness and everything my life yeah and it can be hard doing that if you're normally a morning and then trying to go into the afternoon it can be tough Mm -hmm. but as someone that consistently for years has always worked out in the afternoon I looked forward to like you're exhausted you're driving home or you're probably sitting on the train or whatever you're probably really tired but the moment you get into the gym and you're surrounded by all your friends like that kind of goes away yeah you don't even think about it anymore yeah you you stop thinking about it and even if you are still tired at that point and you know you're tired mm. modify the workout down yeah. do what you need to do to get a workout in in the state and intensity level that you're at and then it's a good day yeah. Like you don't need to go 110% if you had a long day and you're getting in the gym a little bit later than normal. As long as you're moving and staying consistent and getting the workout in, you're you're golden. You're moving forward. You're moving the needle yeah. forward. You're probably going to have really good sleep too. Yeah. Like really good sleep. <laughs> I, some people will say that I can't work out too late because I'll be up all night or something like that that's a that's only happened to me it's very rare where a workout has but that's like when you're getting into your flow state i don't know if you're familiar with like sympathetic parasympathetic Mm -hmm. like i literally get into a flow state where i feel like i can go for forever yep it's rare where i like just stare at the ceiling yeah but it could also be like me eating chocolate chips right before bed i i used to get into that state and i never do anymore because I, i i attribute it to Nutrition being in check, yeah, eating well, yep. and getting a workout in daily for the most part, mm-hmm. right? When I get home, as soon as I pull a blanket over me, <laughs> I am out like a light. I have People ask me if I have trouble falling asleep. Absolutely not. I have trouble not falling asleep. Doesn't matter if I'm out. If I'm at a bar, I'll start falling asleep. <laughs> Give me a blanket and I will be gone. Guys, did he fall asleep Saturday at the get, the get together? <laughs> I was close. I was close. I looked at the clock. It was like nine. I was like, "Ooh, this is too Don't late for take me." Take it personal, guys. It's not you. <laughs> <laughs> I just I, I like to sleep, and it, it's it's my routine taking its toll and keeping me in that schedule. But that's so good. Like when people are like, "Well, that's stupid." Like people make fun of me sometimes for going to bed so early. It's like, no, I'm just right. giving my body what it needs. Like. I don't care. You can make fun of me as much as you want, but like I'm treating my body really well. Right. So. Right. And you, you made a good point earlier along that same note. And so, okay, I got to get up early and go to the gym, but I went to bed last night too late. Well, shut the Netflix off. Yeah. Shut the TV off. Go read a book in bed for 10 minutes. And, yeah. Yeah. Don't look at your phone. Read a book or listen to, I don't know, some soothing music. Ooh, good meditation, music. breathing meditation before you go to bed. Yeah. Mm. There's, uh, so I did a meditation once in bed to help you fall asleep yeah. and you kind of do the body check. So you start with your toes and you like mm-hmm. really focus on feeling your toes. 
then you come up to your ankles and then your knees very rarely do you make it through that whole thing oh yeah very rarely like it just puts you in a relaxation state clears your mind and then you fall asleep but you need to take control of that yeah like i don't care what new episode got released on netflix don't watch it go to sleep yeah if you know you need to be up early go to sleep there's days tomorrow (laughs) yeah there's days where you don't need to be up early and there you go take advantage of those enjoy them whatever you want to do but when you need to be up early take control of it and put it away yeah that's it um last thing here and i think you touched on this a little bit if something's not working at work talk to your boss or whoever is in charge of your schedule and just let them know what's going on because yeah. I think people are more reluctant to do that as well because they're like, I don't want to tell them that I, they feel like they're saying that they don't want to work. Be like, no, I have this thing that I enjoy doing. It makes me happier. It makes me yeah. healthier. It's taking care of me and it's in turn benefiting you Yeah. as the employer. Like, just let them know that. And I'm sure that, you know, if it's not exactly how you want it, you can come to some sort of an agreement to be like, all right. Maybe like Wednesdays are your day to leave the office an hour earlier if you, you know, work through lunch or you get there an hour earlier. Yeah. Like you can make it work. You just got to talk to them first. Voice I feel, it. I feel like after this year that you would hope bosses would be more flexible and understanding. Yeah. I mean, we just got through a pandemic where health and fitness and mental clarity and just having everything in order yeah. benefited you. Mm-hmm. And it was just kind of an eye-opening experience to say, hey, we have been leading a relatively unhealthy life here. So when this stuff comes up, we need to be at our best. So let's start taking care of ourselves a little bit better. And then people kind of forget that message. Mm -hmm. Don't forget it, everybody. Don't forget it. Just because everything's opening back up doesn't mean that you should fall back to the old habits. Right. Keep yourself in the forefront adjust to going back and have that conversation if you need to and again we're always here to help it's easier when someone else points out the thousand foot view for you Mm -hmm. write it down on paper and then you're like oh yeah i guess that could work and then when it comes down to it if it's waking up a little bit earlier if it's coming in after work that's going to be on you you know it's like i don't want to do that why don't you want to do it well do you want to stay healthy do you want to keep your workouts going or do you want to just go back to something where we're relatively unhealthy um and that's it don't fall victim to your routine anything to add to that no i mean just it it's gonna be tough it that's what we deal we deal with this tough stuff all the time yep but you've built the tough mindset in here apply it outside of here like we we do it for numerous different things and that this is one of them. This is your, uh, your chance to grow and, sure. and get a little bit tougher in your mindset to know that you can deal with a little bit of change yeah. that it, and that it's okay. And it's to benefit you. It might seem tough at the start. Mm-hmm. It might be equivalent to, you know, that halfway point of the workout where you're breathing heavy. You're like, I don't know how I'm going to get through this. And then you just keep pushing a little bit further just kind of keep going you adjust yourself a little bit so you keep going yeah and then the workout's over and then the issue is over and then the schedule change falls into habit and it's easier right it's done Mm -hmm. so that's exactly how we should approach it very good point all right 
I think that might bring this one to a close. <gasps> episode 35. Episode. <laughs> Nobody knows what episode we're on now. <laughs> Different number every single day. All right, everybody. Hope you enjoyed this episode. Very, very important as we start to get back to, you know, normal schedules or what even is normal anymore? Who the hell knows? Yeah. Right? Normal is boring. Normal is is a fallacy. And what normal is whatever you make it to be. Yeah. Right? Whatever works for you, whatever you make it to be is normal. So hope this helped. If you need any help with this stuff, just come talk to us. Schedule a goal review meeting, grab us in class. And we'll help you out because we've been there and it's not as hard as you think. Mm -hmm. All right, everybody. We'll see you next week. See you.